Hello there. You are about ready to listen to a very special sneak peek of our Patreon-exclusive show, Spider-Versity, where Sal from Comic Pop and myself dive deep into the Spider-Man movies. If you would like to join us for the rest of our Spider-Verse-spanning journey exploring movies like the original trilogy, Spider-Mans 1, 2, and 3, and The Amazing Spider-Men, be sure to head on over to patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers and become a patron today. Now on with the show. goodness happy new year everyone <laughs> welcome back to spider versity we are here to talk about uh, a whole new spider-man it's all it's a brand new world yes here to talk about tom holland spider-man and what's cool about this originally for those that don't know originally when i pitched this to sal the goal was to do all of the mainline spider-man movies before no way home and yep. then uh, they ended up being chunkier than I anticipated. And so we spread them out. But the good thing about this is that now, like the previous Spider-Mans, we get to look at this beginning with context of where we're going. Oh, yeah. We've got the full, uh, as of right now, we've got the full picture of Tom Holland's Spider-Man journey going into this. So for those just joining us, um, this is our exclusive Patreon show, Spider-Versity. Uh, we may be dropping this episode for free on the mainline show if you're like, where can I hear part two where you're talking about, uh, or the episodes where you talk about Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. You can do that at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. My name is DJ Wildridge. With me as always is Sal. Sal, hi. Hey, everybody. What's up? <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, where can they find you? You can find me exclusively on youtube.com slash comic pop or anywhere else comic pop is found. Uh, so it's not really that exclusive, but it's still pretty great. So join us there. Please and go check it out. There are links in the description. Uh, if uh, you're watching the, the video version of this, I feel like the thumbnail behind Sal, is that the Superman red and blue logo? Uh, it is, but I doctored it because we covered a story that uses the Superman blue logo for his Elseworlds son. And so I was like, oh, this will be a... People, good, I, I, see I, thinking using the thinky parts right yeah, there. I can, I can get two bites of the apple if I use that artifact but change the colors. Oh, my so, God. Yes. I remember <laughs> it's it's so funny when you like... Like, I went back and like read Grant Morrison's uh, Justice League run. Iconic. Yes. Uh, oh. But it's funny how he just has to deal with Superman Blue in the middle of I it. Lo- it's so shoehorned, and he's like, well, that's comics. Yeah, whatever. It. And it's one of those, when you give something like that to a master like Grant Morrison, they just make it work. And you think... Yeah. It almost makes you think, oh, maybe that was a good idea. It wasn't. It's just... Nope. You put in the hands of the right creator they could just make anything not seem shitty exactly um anyway that's not what we're talking about we're talking about spider-man homecoming released in 2017 in the halcyon days of 2017 um and uh that's so that's why we're still the Trump presidency when that was going whatever it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> this doesn't matter I got married in 2017 so I feel I'm hey a good <laughs> this is a good year 2017 is a great good year, year. For me, yeah. The the synopsis for this movie is Peter Parker balances his life as an ordinary high school student in Queens with a superhero alter ego Spider-Man and finds himself on the trail of a new menace prowling the skies of New York City. That's actually a really good uh, synopsis. That sounds like a synopsis of the first movie. Yeah, it does. Um, it does. It does. <laughs> They're all the same movie. Let's get down to yeah. that. Brass tacks are all the same movie. Um, this is on Rotten Tomatoes. This has a 92% with an audience score of 87%. Which is wild. That's it's such a weird, yeah. especially for an MCU movie. Usually, audience scores are a little bit higher. But again, uh, I know we do Rotten Tomatoes every one of these shows. It doesn't. It literally doesn't matter. Meaningless. But yeah, it, the way it aggregates it, it's like no, but it's pers- worth. 
Yeah, yeah, a, it's worth looking at. Yeah, it's like an artifact is why we share it here. Yes. But it's basically the way it aggregates is like you could have given it like a B minus and it's like that's a plus and it goes to its score. So it's whatever. It doesn't it's functionally meaningless other than an artifact of how people felt about it. Yep. Um, the critics consensus consensus is Spider-Man Homecoming does whatever a second reboot can. Whatever the hell that means. Uh, whatever de- that means. Delivering a colorful, fun adventure that fits snugly in the sprawling MCU without getting bogged down in franchise building. This movie was directed by John Watts, who p- prior to this had done uh, such hits as Clown and Cop Car. I have not seen Clown. I did When he was announced for this, I did watch Cop Car. It's fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I, I, as I understand it, John Watts' career has always been like just kind of like, he's fine. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and that trend continues into his spider-man movies um, i will say you know it, watching this movie in the context of no way home i was like oh my god is john watts great because i'm watching him like bring callbacks and shades of his previous i'm like I, I, there's a lot in here where i'm like oh my god i may have actually judged john watts a little too harshly i i did not feel that way revisiting this movie <laughs> but we'll get into it that'll that'll be a yeah. good discussion to have and this this movie was written by Buckle up, kids. Jonathan Goldstein, John Francis Daly, John Watts, Christopher Ford, Chris McKenna, and Eric Sommers. Yeah. That's a lot of people. So there's um, like, what, like six drafts of this movie? Yes. And there's people. definitely... We'll get into it. The 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 um, uh, the MCU Spider-Man movies, I feel like, overall, are pretty good. They yeah. definitely they definitely do feel like there are definitely a lot of cooks in this kitchen. There's the there's yeah. Kevin Feige and the Marvel people and Amy Pascal and the Sony people and the writers and yeah. the directors and all of them have notes and and I I don't know that any of these movies quite uh, congeal into a like a, a, co- a cohesive idea. But we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Before we yeah. dive into Homecoming proper. We should note that this is not Tom Holland's first appearance as Spider-Man. That is actually in Captain America Civil War. I will admit that the idea briefly oh, okay. fluttered across reboot. my brain that maybe we should talk about Civil War. And that's nonsense. Right. We're not we're not gonna be talking about uh uh we're not gonna be talking about Civil War or Infinity War or Endgame because Spider-Man no. is uh, maybe like ten minutes of each of those movies. And they're, and right. they're like yeah. each three hours long. <laughs> So we're not doing about that. him. Yeah, they're not about him. So we're not going to talk about him. However, I did want to take a second to talk about the the scene at Civil War because one, the Captain America Civil War is still one of my favorite MCU movies. It's great. And two, Peter Parker's scenes in it are basically perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a, it's a great introduction of this character. Sal, do you remember sitting in the theater when the big words "Queens" Ugh. popped up on the screen? <laughs> Jubilation in the theater. I remember myself included. I was just so thrilled i obviously we all knew he was going to be in it uh, i wish i didn't i mm-hmm. wish there was ha- there had never been a trailer i was so hyped for the trailer by the way i was so thrilled to see spider-man in the trailer yes but now i wish there had never been one and i was just had been like so surprised to see queens because they they that title sting was such a great convention they put in this movie yes. and i'm convinced it's just to do that just to deliver this moment i think you're probably right i think you're probably this also reminds me did Thor Ragnarok come out the same year, 2017? Oh, or was it 2018? I think it was, think it was 2018. Well, but I remember you talk about time. the trailers. It's similar when you watch Thor Ragnarok and you're like, oh, shit. I wish I didn't know Hulk was in this because the yeah. way they lay the seeds out to the reveal yeah. is actually really good if you didn't know. But, of course, we all knew going no, in. No, he's in it. Yeah. But it is interesting how Marvel gets away with this this revealing something that we all know and yet we all <laughs> still lose our minds even though we all know. We all yep. 
know it's going to happen. Um, yep. But you're right. The theater theater erupted. I think for me, it it, it, uh, it it took me by surprise because I actually was really invested in what the Civil War was doing that yeah. I'd kind of forgotten that, like, oh, this is coming. Um, yeah. Because uh, but and so that moment happens. We get uh, uh, Tony um, stopping by Peter's apartment, and and the writers, the 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 writers behind uh, that team that went from Winter Soldier to Civil War to Infinity War and Endgame are really yep. good at at doing what like the best like superhero cartoons do, like Justice League Unlimited and mm-hmm. and Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, where distilling a character down to their core elements. So like within like minutes, you're like, oh, I know who this person is, and I know how they fit into what's happening. Yep. Yep, and we we cut out anything that might be superfluous or that we know already. Yes. Like, legitimately, Tony Stark asks him how he gets his powers, and he starts to tell the story, and he goes, I don't care, never mind. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. moves on to the next thing. Yes. Because we know. Yeah, and... and- and yeah. and he also like the the when they ask him why he does what he does and he's yep. like if you can do what I do and you don't that's when the bad things happen really effectively implying Uncle Ben and working around it I will say that in particular but a lot of here does lay the seeds for some of the problems of Tom Holland's because we still three movies in we still don't have an answer to the whole Uncle Ben Where's of it all ben? whether he even fucking exists yeah. Well, uh, what if answer that question because he literally name drops Uncle Ben in the what if episode. But oh, does that count? Right. Yeah, it does uh, count. And also we see the, the suitcase and Far From Home getting ahead of yep. ourselves. Yeah. But then there's things in No Way Home where it seems like, wait, does he not exist? Yeah, like does because he doesn't flinch when the other Spider-Men talk about Uncle Ben. It's interesting. It, it's, it's a weird dynamic. Ho- homecoming seems to imply Uncle Ben as well. Yes, and we'll, when we'll get into that. But I, I did want to, again, and we'll get to the homecoming. Say, well, he, doesn't say the, he doesn't say the mantra in this movie. He says, like, he does the Amazing Spider-Man route, where he says something like it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like it, and then we get it, and, and again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we get in a No Way Home, but, and his, resp- he, his response when May says it is, I know. So it's yeah. like, does that know as in, I've experienced these things, or is it I know because I remember Uncle Ben saying that? Right. And I guess we'll have to wait for Spider-Man freshman year to get the get the yeah. lowdown on that. Right. Anyway, super cool. Captain America Civil War appearance in, in that is, is super cool. Um, uh, yep. yeah, it's it's a great introduction to the character. I but but I will again. I will also say on on some level, it, it is kind of a shame that we weren't able to that the Andrew Garfield movies were bad and that he didn't get to be segued in there because the yes. one benefit we would have gotten from that is that. We've established him as Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man, and there's not a chance that his journey as Spider-Man will get entirely derailed by <laughs> Iron Man and the Avengers, which is right. kind of what happens in this movie. Well, or it will, but it's okay because he's already been Spider-Man for so long. Yeah, we've that, already gotten like, that, so now we're it, seeing a different flavor. We're seeing it's, a different flavor. I mean, we are seeing a different flavor, but it's a different flavor for the beginning years of this character so it's kind of a shame. Yes, I agree. And I remember there being debate about whether, like, Andrew Garfield was going to be used, whether Sony was going to reboot with a new Spider-Man, and, like, they were going to, like, let MCU have Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man because they didn't care about him anymore. Yeah. I, I, I was okay with anything, although the Civil War scene sold me 100% on Tom Holland. Uh, I loved his portrayal, his chemistry with Robert Downey Jr., yes. uh, his interaction with Aunt May, the fact that we threw away the Forest Hills house, but all right, fine, they're in this apartment, but, like, it's more real. He's yeah. a dumpster diver. Uh, uh, and he his confidence comes when he is Spider-Man, like when he just finally, like he has the web shooter and he hits Tony Stark with it and he just says, don't tell Aunt May. It's the first time he actually stands like toe-to-toe with Iron Man. Great moment. 
Yeah, great moment, and 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 you and, and it is worth noting. You're right in that in that scene. It, it is a great showcase of oh, this is why you cast Tom Holland. Like this yes. kid is killing it. He's doing great, and he does great in this movie as well. And that's our segue into Homecoming proper. Yep, we don't start with Spider Man though. We start with uh, Mister uh, Michael Keaton as Adrian Yay. Toomes as he talks to um, uh, Tinker, whose real name is uh, Phineas Mason. I'm going to call him. Mason. Yeah, yeah, Phineas Mason. <laughs> I'm going to call him Tinker. Um, yeah. It's going to get a little dicey when we get into the shockers, but we'll figure that out in a second. Sure. And yep. uh, Toomes shows uh, Tinker a, a drawing his daughter did of the Avengers. and He's a proud papa. He thinks it's great. It's not, but that's okay. We're going to move nope. on. Uh, she's a kid. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So uh, we are at the aftermath of the uh, battle for New York. The Avengers taking down the Chitauri. And Toombs and his team were introduced to Schultz and Jackson, the Shockers, um, in the future. And they have been contracted by the city to take down the alien tech. And they're going at it with like – they're basically going at it with like hammers and stuff. They're like, who knows what this stuff is? Let's figure it out. We're 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 taking it out. We're moving it out. Like we're going to – we'll we'll deal with it with a fine-tooth comb when it gets back to the the warehouse. But for now, our job is to clear this street. Yeah. I'm like that that for me all of this scene I was like at the edge of my seat. I've been waiting for this movie since Andrew Garfield's reboot. Like since yeah. 20, because The Amazing Spider-Man is in the same year as the MCU has already been established. So I'm like why isn't this in the MCU? Yeah. When Giacchino's score of the Amazing Spider-Man of, of the Spider-Man theme song yeah. played over the Marvel logo, I got misty. Yeah. I was like, it's happening. Like, I'm in the theater. I'm watching this happen. It. I am going to get Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe as he should be. Here we go. Then we get into this. Boom. Avengers Tower. Boom. Chitauri Dead Monsters and Damage Control. Yes. And I'm like, hell yes. <laughs> yeah. We get Tyne Daly as Anne-Marie Hogue from Damage Control. We're so great. Spo- wasn't there supposed to be a Damage Control show? I want to say there was, but maybe we're getting that confused with that other show with Alan Tudyk from DC. I don't know. There's a lot of like conflicting reports about what they were going to do with Damage Control, or at the very least, what they were going to do with like TV shows, and especially back then when they were yes. making Agents of Shield, and they had that Marvel's Most Wanted idea that was never going to happen, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe, but thank God they didn't because it would have been non-canon, it would have been thrown away, yes. and it would have been like half as good as it could have been if they done a disney plus show yeah so so but anyway this is where we get damage control and uh and we've we've not only introduced damage control we're introduced to um uh, basically our entire crew of thieves that will become our antagonists later um and uh damage control takes over and we find out that they are are uh, it's a it's a government deal with stark industries and uh this will also begin the theme of our villains making a very cogent points that the movie has no idea what to do do with <laughs> uh with uh yeah. schultz being like wait so they make the mess and then they also get paid to clean it up and it's like it, it, it's funny watching this movie now it's like wait are they right like oh, yeah. I, I, this whole movie i'm like wait i actually think i'm team tombs on this entirely yeah. <laughs> It, I, I like it because it's he is a real villain. Where yes. He believes he's right. You get his motivation. But it's I think it's a little more subtle than, uh, than it could have been where if you don't think about it too hard, yeah, like he, he's, he's entirely sympathetic and I get it. But at the same time, like by the time he gets to the end and he's talking to Peter mm-hmm. about like guys like us, I'm like, you live in a mansion. <laughs> you drive a Jaguar. No, uh, tombs. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not the same guy anymore, man. Like, and you got rich off of theft. 
That's yep. not the same thing. Now, I like the idea of uh, damage control being a subsidiary, or at the very least, like, maybe they were a thing, and then Stark bought them and used them. This is still him trying to make up for Civil War. Like, yeah. this is him being like, okay, so obviously, like, I, A, I don't want to be Iron Man anymore. B, uh, I feel personally responsible for, like, the Sokovia Accords, for the fallout with Cap, also for the deaths that took place in Wakanda. Like, I feel bad about all this stuff. Damage control is his effort. Like, it's it's Tony Stark, so it's obviously yeah. egotistical, and it's obviously going to, like, net him profit, but it's also this thing where he's like, this is all I know how to do to make this right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm footing the bill. Yeah, we could have gotten, like, the city to pay contractors, but the city shouldn't have to pay for it. I'm paying for it. And yeah, it's like, that's yeah. kind of cool. But yeah. it, but he doesn't it, think about the fact that it screws over tombs. I do I do, I do, do think you've touched on a low-key, uh, unintentional theme of the MCU is that it doesn't really matter the good Tony Stark does. Tony Stark existing is just kind of a problem. Like, we right. shouldn't have Tony Starks is, is the answer to the question. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, then we get that Endgame does that for us. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, they they they're cleaning it up, uh, and uh, uh, Tinker makes a little cool hover device foreshadowing yeah. things to come, and yep. we get it right away. Uh, Keaton uh, uh, Vulture says the world's changing; it's time to change too. Flat uh, big card. Yeah. Eight years later, which we now know is just incorrect. It's just incorrect, nope. and we haven't bothered to. F- I think if I were five, I would have gone back and been like, "Oh no," because there's a line too later that's yeah. He literally years. says eight years, and I'm like, "Nope, it's four. You're yeah. just wrong. Like, it's, it's just wrong. Just, it's just incorrect." And I can't believe how wrong they were. Like, I I don't know who screwed that up or who continues to let it be screwed up, but it's just it's just wrong. Like, yeah. Do you mean to tell me that instead of it being that it's four years after the Battle of New York. It's actually three years in the future? <laughs> like, because are you telling me that Homecoming takes place in 2020? Yes. Like, that's what they're trying to say, and it's just, that's not, that's not, that, no. The time well, is don't up. Uh, well, that's, and at first, I thought, when I first saw it in the theater, I was like, I guess because I know, like, um, I, at the time, I knew that Iron Man 2, Hulk, and, uh, and Thor all took place in the same week. So right. I was like, maybe Avengers takes place the next week like i don't know you know what i mean like i don't you know what i mean and it's not until we and and then i thought about uh but then you get into the civil war and stuff vision says where that timeline it's it's just it's wild how wrong it is oh yeah um and how correctable it is and how like how 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 publicly and glaringly they got it wrong and how they just at this point it's just just blind defiance just this refusal (laughs) to just go in just just go in and change it to four Change it to four, or, or get rid of the year card Just altogether. Get rid of it it, even after I looked up to see if I could, I could get like a direct answer. And of course, like Kevin, Kevin Feige deflected the shit out of it, and now yeah. it's just not a thing. But yeah. but he even mentions in the thing, he's like, yeah, you know, we try to not specifically mention years, and it's like, yeah, this is why, and this is why yeah. comics don't do it, and this is why you shouldn't do that shit, right? Except for Endgame, where it's literally co- it's dependent on it. You yes, need to. They constantly reference years. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So, so anyway, um, uh, in this time. Tomb's operation has grown. He's got employees. Uh, he's got a whole. They, they probably got four hundred one ks. They probably got healthcare. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. <laughs> uh, and we see him land land in the vulture armor. And I gotta say, fucking vulture looks cool as shit. What Agreed. a what a great. The, the I have I you, you all will learn listening to these episodes. I have plenty of issues with these movies. One I don't have is the way they utilize villains like Vulture and Mysterio and update them in ways that are true to the character, but also fucking cool. Yep. Yep, his plumage collar is dope. 
plume because it's a flight jacket and then the 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 mask which is like a flight suit and, and it the has idea like a little vulture face on it. it's great making him making him a scavenger somebody that's oh. which is true to the vulture thing because because yeah. as a kid the only time vulture was vaguely interesting was there was a point where he actually like sucked the youth from people like a vampire he was a vampire yeah and i'm yeah. like yeah i guess that's that's the best you can do with vulture it's like no this is the thing this is yeah. great this is really good yep cool Agreed. And then we get um, one of the best parts of this movie, which is a, a film by Peter Parker. Um, this is where you talk about we get the Marvel fanfare with the Spider-Man theme. Yep. Um, and this is a recap, essentially, to, to flesh out and and set up, establish Civil War for yeah. the one person that I guess didn't see Civil War before this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. I think they just want to make it like, how does it fit? Like, yeah. how does where this does, fit? When does, where it, does, when does it, it take fit? place? And uh, and yeah, so we get he's he's filming leading up to it. This is we find out this is his first time on a plane, yep. uh, which is a great uh, detail. We also see in a, a bit of foreshadowing that there's no pilot to the plane, which is also, uh, if I'm being honest, very creepy. Um, uh, I don't care that it's auto. Just put a just have a dude sitting there. You please. need a guy in there. I mean, that's very Iron Man, but like, and I think that's that's been up there since Iron Man Two. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's still. Mm. I don't care who who invented it. <laughs> yes, don't, don't do it. And so um, uh, it, it is interesting. Peter in the scene very pointedly says no one's told him why he's there, which is wild to me. Yeah. Yeah, just you're going to Germany. See you later. And he said something about Captain America. Ah, oh, Cap went crazy. You got to go to Germany. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is this is the moment where you start getting, there's little moments like you're like, oh, yeah, his involvement in Civil War doesn't actually make sense. I love it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really make any sense. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so so and and the other thing that's a little bit of a stretch is he's actually filming during the Civil War fight. It's like, well, that's doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't work. I mean, also his "Hey everyone" is like timed differently. Like, yeah, he says "Hey everyone" in the trailer that way, but he doesn't actually say it until much later. Yeah, uh, but they 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 timed it wrong. In any case, uh, that that whole sequence is cute and fun. The spider suit looks very fake in the film by Peter Parker scene, and in a couple of other sequences throughout the movie. Yeah, and it's it w- yeah. My one one of my issues with Spider Man in Civil War is, and of course now we live in the future, we know they had a spider suit, Ugh, and they yeah. just CG'd over it. And I think this is one of uh, one of those issues where the amount of people that need to, because of the Sony Marvel aspect of it, yep. the amount of people that need to sign off on something, there feels like there's a lot of elements that get pushed off till the very last minute, including yeah. the design of the spider suit. And you're, and you're right. I, I was looking forward to coming in this movie. It's like, okay, the suit was entirely CG in Civil yeah. War, but now he's got a whole movie and it'll be better. And it's uh, hit or miss. Yeah, it's hit or miss. <laughs> but but when it hits, it hits hard. I love the homecoming suit. I love the design. And when I it's totally in person, agreed. it's great. Yeah, totally agreed. I, I think I think the home the homecoming design is is if not my favorite design, one of my favorite Spider Man designs, which is yeah. the bummer of the CG of it because it's like the actual yeah. design of it. It's really solid. It's really good. Right, right. And when it looks like a cartoon, it's just like it's just kind of it's a shame. But it's one of those things that I always say about when it comes to CG in a story that I'm engaged in. I was I was watching this movie literally last night with my wife, and I just I was so engrossed in the story that like I my brain was like that looks really that looks really cartoony, and uh, and I'm like yeah, but I'm still invested in the story like i don't care you know and marvel really banks on that like marvel counts on that hard disney marvel (laughs) does that a lot where they're like 
you better just be invested in the story because we've pretty much stopped trying when it comes to certain CG elements. And yeah, like, we're certain, just going to, yeah. you know. We're just going to, and especially, and again, I don't know if it's because, like, uh, my co-host Roxy and I on the main show were talking about Phase 4. And I don't know if it's because in fa- literally in one year of Phase 4, we got nine different Marvel projects. Or right. because most of those were filmed during COVID. Yeah. But there's a lot of, like, oh, these actors are not in the same room. Like, right. obviously not in the same room. Yeah, yeah. And that's a real damn shame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, we it's uh, uh, on the ride home after the whole Civil War fight. We finally get our first appearance of Tony, and it is interesting uh, looking at this. It's like, oh yeah, that's the 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 Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. Yeah, dominates whatever scene, like literally whatever scene he's in. So it's like yes. it, it just it, the idea of having this movie. It's like it was going to be a challenge just because yeah. again, there's a reason. There's there's not only a reason that Iron Man is the foundation of the MCU. There's a reason that the Iron Man movies have always done better than the Iron Man comics, and it's because right. of Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, but um, but Iron Man slash Tony Stark in this movie. I know that a lot of people are really critical of it, and I know that like this is the beginning of the Iron Man Jr. nonsense, which I don't really subscribe to and I don't really care for because I'm like, well, you got, what, five other movies with Spider-Man in them, not mm-hmm. including the, the animated one, which is the perfect film. Like, let's have one where it's his mentor's Iron Man. Uh, but in this, Peter and Tombs are paralleled because both of them get screwed over by Tony Stark's hubris. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of remarkable how tony doesn't like tony thinks he's doing the right thing in both instances he's like Mm -hmm. i'm going to take over the cleanup of new york and i screwed over this guy without thinking about it i'm going to i'm going to mentor this superhero because i need one because the avengers is literally me and a robot (laughs) and i i need like a superhero on my freaking team but I don't think about him day to day, and I just like I don't think about the impact of a of a fatherless child and what that what that will do to him. Yes. So like he leaves Peter a wreck when he leaves, and that shot of him just standing there and this the car goes like that hard yeah. cut is so funny. It's a great like laugh sting, but it's also this like gut punch because like Peter it, Peter believes everything he says. So Peter's yeah. like yeah, and obviously it's played for laughs, and we're enjoying the fact that like he's texting happy all the time, but like. That is what Stark does to him. He abandons him until he needs him. And mm-hmm. when he becomes a problem, he deals with it like Iron Man and not like a human being. Mm-hmm. And it's like really neat that they did that and it and they don't like sh- they don't sh- tell you. They just show you through film. And I'm like that's a movie. Like where to go? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
And so, yes, they, like you said, they, they, uh, uh, he says that we'll, we'll call you. Uh, he pointedly says that he's not an Avenger. Um, yep. Yep. And, and I do like the transition from the home video to um, Spider-Man. Like, oh, you're letting me keep the suit. Yes. And, which is a great transition. But also we'll get to the, the one of my main issues with the movies. Like, goddamn, fuck it. We spent so much goddamn time on that fucking suit. I don't give a shit about the suit. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, I will also say just uh, just. I don't know if it's because media has changed, but like the film by Peter Parker, I remember in the theater, it was like, it was a little jarring to watch a cell phone footage Mm -hmm. for that long. Yeah. Uh, Watching it again, it was seamless. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, I was invested in the Peter Parker, like cell phone movie. Yeah. And when it transitioned, it was such a soft transition that I was like, wow, like. I guess media has changed to the point where I'm used to seeing that kind of thing on TV. Yeah. It was just, it was a really cool transition where I'm like, this is a little bit ahead of its time where it was mm-hmm. actually able to go like, no, people will watch a cell phone movie for four minutes. Yeah. 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 And so now we cut for two months later, a lot of time jumping in here. Um, and yeah. uh, Peter is still uh, texting happy because Peter cannot, uh, no matter what version of Peter it is, that the boy can't take a hint. No. Um, <laughs> He arrives at Midtown's, uh, Midtown High. He's uh, almost hit by a flash car. Introduction, introduction of friend of the show, Tony Revolori. Uh, yep. And this is clearly a uh, nerd school because when he walks in, everyone's carrying on like weird science projects and shit. Yeah, it's, a, uh, it's a science academy. That's the yeah. idea is it's a science school. I was like, that's a neat idea. I've seen that before. I think Miles in the comics goes to a science academy. Like, yeah, it's, it goes, yeah, ma- like a magnet school, right? A magnet like school, that. yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, you know, if you know you're going to be into science, you spend four years in high school doing science. I'm like, yeah, because really? we all know exactly who we're going to be Yeah, in at high 14, school. we all know what we're going to do and what we're going to uh, be. That's not the only thing uh, uh, this movie's going to take from Miles. Uh, we are introduced <laughs> to Ned, a.k.a. Genki. Genki. Um, and uh, he petitions uh, uh, Peter to build his Lego Death Star, which uh, that'll haunt these movies for the foreseeable future. Um, yep. And uh, and, and this, is a, this is a nerd school, but it does have cheerleaders, and they do make fun of them. Yeah, <laughs> <this what>? <laughs> It's it's a weird it's a weird like school. They're nerd cheerleaders. Yeah. Also, it and it's it is weird because they have the cheerleaders that make fun of them, but also hands down the hottest girl in school is heading up the academic decathlon. decathlon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, listen, I I have seen like actual like private schools where like the big thing is the academics or the like extracurriculars. Hell, I was watching a movie. What, it was Teen Wolf. I was watching Teen Wolf the other day. The original Michael J. The Fox original, Teen Wolf? not the yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but in that movie, it presupposes the concept that um, if you're in the theater, you're really cool, <laughs> and uh, and that's a coveted position is being is having a role in the theater. And I, I was like, what? <laughs> like you know oh and he plays basketball and he's a loser yeah and what like, a loser wait wait when well and again that goes back the, i think the entire premise of the 21 jump street movie is the idea that like hey social dynamics have changed in high school it's not necessarily just uh jock or whatever yeah um so anyway but what a weird um, school this is <laughs> so so yeah peter uh peter says he can't hang out with ned because of the stark internship which is code for being spider-man yep. uh, a little unclear about whether Tony is like giving him a stipend to do Spider-Man no. stuff. No, I think it's a I think it's a I think it's a cover story. I think it's actually I loved the the Stark in- internship because it was a way better excuse that is still read the same way by the supporting cast. He's like I got to yes. go Stark inter- internship and they're like you have other important things to do, but I get why you're doing it. 
but I still am going to judge you for it. And I'm like, yeah. that's really cool. I, yeah, I think, I, 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 I think it. Sorry, who say what you oh, want to say? Just, just the Stark internship is not being arrested for, via the Sokovia Accords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah, one hundred percent. And so we this we get our first introduction to uh, Liz. Uh, I was walking down the uh, hall in the classic slow mo, uh, mm-hmm. googly eyes. Um, in class, um, Flash answers a question wrong that Peter gets right, and this kind of I feel like this is mostly just to establish that he gets the nickname Flash because he al- he always wants to be first, and it doesn't yes. mean he's always right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we see that Peter makes his web fluid in chemistry class, which seems very impress. Like, how does he get it into the? He like stirs it and it starts webbing out. It's like, how do you get it into the? Into I, I assume the thing? that's like test phasing, where it's like if it does, if it if it reacts, then I know to. Ah, you know, yes, like, then I it. know this is the right thing. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Peter and Ned talk about, uh, Liz's clothes, like the clothes, like there is like, is that a new top she's wearing? Yeah, I've while, never while heard like, of that, but okay. Yeah. I- and, and thankfully Zendaya's Michelle's there to, is there to call them out on it. Um, and uh, she very specifically says here, she doesn't have friends. Yep. Which will uh, be something we discuss later. Um, and Peter tells Martin Starr, who plays a teacher. Who I guess is supposed to be, I think, the story <laughs> the he's guy. supposed to be guy from. Well, it's weird because he's supposed to be the same guy from Incredible Hulk. Yeah. But also, the uh, cell phone guy from Shang-Chi, bus cell phone guy from Shang-Chi, is in this movie. And they the two characters have different names. Right. <laughs> so, whatever. Um, yeah, Which whatever. is also why, don't give years. Also, random characters like that, don't give them names because then maybe they can be the same guy in Shang-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, they did this. They that's not the only example in this movie where the principal was on yes. the Howling Commandos, and they went like, "Oh, right," and you know they just went, "Oh, oops," and then they went, "Oh, to fix it, we'll just put his picture as the Howling Commando on the desk and say yeah. he's an identical grandpa." Like, yes, <laughs> okay, we, we all have our identical grandpas. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking at my grandpa, I looked exactly like him. Uh, exactly one hundred percent. So, um. In the the this is uh, they're in they're talking about the the nationals for the decathlon. Yep. Uh, with Martin Starr, and he's like, "Oh, I can't um, go because of uh, what the Stark internship. internship." And we this is where we learn uh, Michelle knows all the extracurriculars he drops. So we're subtly dropping that she's into him. Yeah. Um, and after school, Peter straight up spider jumps over a fence because I guess he doesn't <laughs> give a shit about a secret identity. Just does not give a fuck. <laughs> He's just so excited. I I love this uh, this image of of Peter who just can't wait to get through school just so he can be Spider Man. Yes. And it's not because he wants to be Spider. Like he's lost his mission. His mission mm-hmm. was like I have to help people because you know Uncle Ben. Now it's like I have to be Spider Man because Tony may call me today. Yeah. To be an Avenger and After two months, yeah. <laughs> but I love that. That's such a kid. That's such a kid, man. Two months is etern is an eternity. Yeah, exactly. So I would have thought he would have gotten the memo at this point. No way. Uh, no way. He wants to. He wants to believe he's wearing Stark tech every day. Every day. Every day. Um. So. So. Um. Uh. Peter trades barbs with uh. Who I'm gonna call bodega guy. That is a bodega, right? We don't really do the yeah, bodega thing yeah, in, L- yeah, in L.A. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. So uh, uh, Peter changes into Spider Man, and the weird, the weird detail that weirded me out—he just straight chucks it. He's like, "Fuck these shoes!" And he throws <laughs> them down the alley. It's like, wait, are yeah, you not gonna pick those back up? Because <laughs> uh, he because he puts everything else together, but the shoes, no. Maybe yeah, he's, he's just, just like, I, I've learned over time, no one touches the shoes. Yeah, so nobody cares those. about my shoes. I'll find my shoes later. Right. Um. Uh, he knows I should put these in the backpack because the backpack will get stolen. There is a good <laughs> chance the backpack will get stolen. <laughs> yep. Um. 
So uh, I like this that the suit is all baggy. Yeah. I this is one of those things I like on paper because because what what's the one thing we've all talked about in all the Spider Man movies is how the fuck did he put together that clearly really expensive suit? Yes, I like that we segue. All, uh, Tony Stark made it. I, yeah. I like that. Uh, I would have been fine if we left it at that. Yeah, box just fell. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, and I like that it's all baggy and he hits the button and it tightens up. It's like that's cool. Yeah. Um. So and the Ramones start playing because this movie is very in touch with the youths and what they're into. <laughs> um, uh, John Watts apparently made the entire junior cast watch any marathon of John Hughes movies to prepare for this, and I was like, "That's nice." When is it a John Hughes movie? Yes. And what does a John Hughes movie have to do with any teenager today? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I- I'm sorry. I I'm an English teacher. I I taught in schools. It's not the same. Th- it's not one to one anymore. John Hughes movies are not like timeless. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's also this movie movie's filled with so much like like Brit pop. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, like what? <laughs> and it's like British Invasion. Brit pop. It's like uh, yeah. I mean it's fine. Uh, my only problem with it is it never seems to coincide with like what's actually happening. Like it's just there. It's just wallpaper. No, um, no. Like remember in the, in civil war when left hand free played to queue up Spider-Man. Yeah. And like, that was really cool and, mm-hmm. uh, and relevant. Yeah. <laughs> and then yes. homecoming comes and it's just, it's just what John Watts listened to in his in his in his in his bedroom in high school, mm-hmm. and, and he's like, like, "It's the same thing. It's the same thing." And I'm like, "No, um, it's not. It's not that. Like, this is not What's Up Danger. This is not the same thing, man." Yeah, not. No, it is not. So, um, and we get a day in the life of a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, which is a delightfully low-key scene. He stops Agreed. a bike thief. He gives an old woman directions. He keeps yep. a guy from stealing his own car. And <laughs> um, which that scene, of course, leads to our Stan Lee cameo. Yep. Um, and there's a couple times in this movie where I stop and I, my note is like, is this the best scene in the movie? This is one right? of those, this is one of those scenes. Cause it's like, yeah, I like, I, I like this, this little moment. We also get, uh, the actor I mentioned before from Shang-Chi, Zach Cherry, who asked him to do a flip. Great. <laughs> He's so um, great. do a flip. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, Peter calls Happy to update him. I, I think we utilize Happy a little too much in these movies. But I, this moment where he's like, a lady gave me a churro, it's like, oh, it's cute. Yeah. There's also also that shot of him, that shot of the sun setting against New York and him on the, on the scaffolding with his mask up eating yes. lunch is a comic book panel come to yeah. life. And like this movie is choked with those. And not, yeah. in a, not in a suffocating way. In a way that like is a celebration. Yep. For me, I'm like, yeah. yes, 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 you did it. <laughs> like, what a triumph. Way to go. <laughs> and so now we get to another one of my, like, wait, is this the best scene in the movie? So right. Peter comes across an ATM robbery with a bunch of guys in Avengers masks using, tomb, using Tomb's text. And yep. uh, I like the way, the idea that the 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 uh, Tombs and its thieves are stealing tech from, like, Chitauri and Ultron. I think that's great. All those little nods, the idea of, like, moving Avengers Tower and those little nods was great. This actually might be my favorite use of, like... Listen, I like crime movies. A big part of crime movies is a bunch of dipshits in plastic masks. And I like, yeah, it'd be the Avengers. It provides an organic way for Spider-Man to do a bunch of quips. Like, he talks about not having met Thor or Hulk yet. Yep. It's great. Quips, I think, were better in the trailer. It's a completely different scene from the trailer to this scene. Yeah. 
You know, I don't remember like, the I don't remember the trailer in, quips. in the trailer when he says, "You guys are the real Avengers." I I yeah. know Hulk gives it away. Like it's just yeah, it, that's yeah, that, I, I remember that. that. That is a good one. I like that a lot better than this one. It felt really I don't know. Felt very eighty yard. Uh, also, when he's like suspended in the air, despite like the the attention to detail is amazing in this movie. Like people at the seat, like from the visual effects department, they're like, "Okay, well, no, like he sticks to the floor, so it needs to pull the floor up." along with his adhesion and yeah. i'm like that's awesome it's too bad he looks like a cartoon character <laughs> yeah yeah um the other thing that's a little like uh uh the, the joke doesn't click for me is when the bodega guy is like oh spider-man's fighting, fighting avengers. the avengers it's like, that's not what you would say because you kn- well he says are you like, in on the bit like well, he, what do you <laughs> uh, for me he's just saying he's just, just like well just, can you describe what you're seeing yeah, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man's fighting the Avengers, and so I like that a lot. I, I uh, like that moment, but it, the, I, I get it. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, uh, so the the goons aren't good with the tech. A little out of their their pay grade, which is a great like indication of why you know Spider-Man needs to stop. Yes, why ways. why this is a hazard, and um, I do have questions about how they. They're just robbing ATMs. Where'd you get the money for the <laughs> space gun? But what you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm assuming they're just their friend rates. You know, like you're 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 Adrian Toomes. You're selling Chitari Tech. You don't know what that street value is on power yeah. generators and anti grav guns. Like, so yeah. you're just charging the same amount you charge for like an Uzi or an assault rifle. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, and they straight up fucking cut the bodega in half. And yeah. the bodega guy's lucky he also was not cut in half. His cat yes. saved too. Cat saved too. It's so cute. I love that cat. It's so ha- it's so fat and fluffy. It's but, such a uh, flat. Fluffy, fluffy cat. I don't know if I want it right there where they're making the sandwiches. Uh, I have a cat. I don't. I don't necessarily want it around my food prep area. <laughs> my house is covered in cat hair, and I vacuum twice a day. And yeah, uh, yeah. but I will also say accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But digging um, cats are a real thing, so get used to cat hair. <laughs> well, and of course, I, I got to mention uh, from Spider-Man Miles Morales the game yes. Spider Cat, which is the greatest Spider Cat. But it's just great. It's just the greatest. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, Peter calls. Uh, we see Happy. He's packing up Avenger Tower. Yeah. What um, the hell? By the, can we talk about Avengers Tower for a second? And this, like, yes, this like weird lead burying they're doing on this freaking tower. First of all, all I've wanted for four years, not eight years, is to see Spider-Man go to Avengers Tower. There's a poster mm-hmm. of Spider-Man on Avengers Tower. There's a fake post-credit scene somebody made with CG of Spider-Man yeah. on Avengers Tower. Uh, this is the movie where Spider-Man joins the MCU officially, and we're getting rid of Avengers Tower. Yeah, and it's what wild. And we well, we have spent four years now. Yeah, wait. There's there's the the distance between Avengers and Spider-Man: Homecoming is the distance from now to Spider-Man: Homecoming. That's oh wild. My God. <laughs> so we spent four years now. It feels like a lifetime, uh, yeah. probably because of COVID. Um, yep. yep. So we've spent four years now. Well, who bought Avengers Tower? We still don't fucking know. We still don't know who bought it, and like I don't think they do either. Oh yeah, for sure they for sure do not. Uh, we people, especially at this age, we'd like to. I think maybe that eight years was the first crack, and like, wait, maybe they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, Peter Peter sneaks in his room, uh, not realizing that Ned is there, which. It, the the scene is shot very well. I don't know so, how the person crawling on the ceiling doesn't notice there's a not like, small person sitting yes. on his bed. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Yeah. But I, I was like, I remember watching it and being like, and knowing that Ned's in it and being like, this is really well shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so uh, Peter tells Ned to keep, keep a secret. Ned admits that that's probably not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> 
Yep. And uh, um, and here's another. Here's the Uncle Bed nod when Peter says, "With everything that happened to her, referring to Aunt May, please don't tell it." Yeah, and it's which is great. I have confusions now. Two yeah. more movies later, but at the time I was like, "Oh, cool." Yep. Yeah. No, we get it. Like we're okay. We get it. This might be a good opportunity to ask you your thoughts on Ned on the on the ganky of it all. On the, yes. What do you what do you because I I like the actor's name is Jacob Batalon, correct? Yeah. Jacob yeah. Batalon. I like Jacob Batalon. I like him in the role. I have mixed feelings on his inclusion. Right. Um. They need him. Uh. It's actually funny because like I think Karen's invention is to preserve the like inner monologue nature of Spider-Man. Like, so yeah. that he has speech bubbles in the movie, but sure. Ned is also there to do that. And yes, this, this Peter Parker needs a lot of handholding. He, he always does. needs somebody to tell him where to go and what to do. Yeah. Uh, I, I fundamentally don't, I, I like the idea of Peter having no friends or at the very least of, of his friends being rare or like, you know, with like forged in fire, uh, yeah, yeah, through yeah. time. Uh, but at the same time, Genki is a great character in the Miles universe, and he provides such a terrific role for Miles in that universe. And Into the Spider-Verse has proven you don't really need Genki. Mm-hmm. Like, Miles is a strong enough character on his own. And so what do you do with him? I like their interaction, their friendship, their relationship, especially because, like, they're both losers, and they both like neither of them have friends of their own. Yeah. And I think it's unbelievable for you know everybody talks about like peter's peter's a huge loser and i'm like peter has hooked up with no fewer than a dozen beautiful women yeah he is Drop no dead loser. gorgeous woman women yeah, yeah. like I and also mind. yeah and also every one of his movies he's played by uh get this a movie star right and a movie so, star who is beautiful yeah. and it's like yeah uh so i don't believe that this peter parker would not have a friend yeah, and I like the idea of him having a friend to bounce these ideas off of, of especially now in the wake of no of of No Way Home. Yeah, yes, yes. I think when I look on this, because I'm like you, I think I like Spider Man feeling isolated. I think yeah. my other issue is one of the things that makes Spider Man, I think, if not the one of the greatest comic book characters of all time, is yep. his supporting cast. And I think one yeah. of the issues is with with the the impetus behind Homecoming is the creators behind it I clearly haven't heard of. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Because <laughs> they just went in like let's change everything. And so yeah. they, you know, that supporting cast, that great supporting cast, he has throw it in the trash. We're gonna create yeah. a new one, right? And- or, or we're gonna or we're gonna weirdly cast different people. Like for some reason, they had this like weird bug up their ass about doing like okay Betty Brant played by Gwen Stacy yes uh, <laughs> yeah. Mary Jane played by Mary by Michelle Jones Ned Leeds uh, Ned Ganky. Leeds Ganky <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know like what is happening like, and there I, are so many characters in this movie where that is what they did and I'm like why did you do that yeah and I think <laughs> in, watching this movie again I think and again no offense to Jake Battlemont I think he's really no. great I he's think great. what I would have done as as for I guess because of the the things that I like about the character. I yeah. would have subbed Michelle in. I, one, yeah. I would have either picked a lane. She's either Michelle or MJ. We'll get into that in a minute. Right. But but uh, yeah. uh, subbed her for the story we're telling. It would have been similar to the way Gwen was utilized in um, the Spectacular Spider-Man, where they're friends oh, and she has yes. feelings, but he's too much of a dipshit to be clued into that. It's all they needed to do, and yep. and it would have helped. It would have made the, the MCU. I feel like overall better now. Phase four has done a better job with this. 
has not done great with its female characters. And I think there's no, no there's very few better examples of that than the Spider-Man movies. Be- the, yeah. These Spider-Man movies, because of uh, the way they treat Aunt May and, and MJ, which gets better as it goes on. But here it's like, women are love interests? Like, that's like that's <laughs> the, all they can, like, work it's with. It's interesting. I, I don't know if it's because Marissa Tomei is so excellent or if it's because they just let her, like, they gave her the room. But, like... She's so good in this movie, and there's so much there that is not said or shown. Like this, that's not said. Yeah. Like, Mar- I, like I know people are like, yeah, Marissa Tomei. Like, why is she, like, she's so hot and young, and that's all they did. There's a lot in there. Like, there's a lot in her character where she is like, she, like she knows the backstory. A lot of these characters like don't know. You yeah. know, like it's like Ned doesn't know that Uncle Ben died or something mm-hmm. in that scene. But like Aunt May slash Marissa Tomei knows all the stuff that's happening in these scenes. And like, she is so good at like portraying this woman who is possibly a widower. Yeah. And, and we don't know. And neither did they. So they're like, we don't know, just play it. However. And so she does. And she's like, well, she's, she's experienced tragedy and she's trying to make this work. This isn't my son, but he is my son. Yeah. And I'm trying to give him boundaries. Cause like, I'm like, you know, maybe when I got him, I was 25, mm-hmm. you know, like I was not, young and I was not old enough to raise a kid and I did anyway and I made it work and I'm doing my and I'm written you know living my life she's so good I and this movie just helped to reinforce like I I I don't think Aunt May is a weak character in these movies I think she's incredible and I don't think it's because of the writing but I do think that at the very least the director gets out of Marissa Tomei's way or yeah. he's really good and he's giving her really good direction I don't know which one it is yeah I think Marissa Tomei does a lot with what she's given. I do yeah. wish she was given the opportunity earlier to be the emotional anchor that Rosemary Harris and Sally Field were in those movies. Cause I she, think she, she could have, because yeah. we don't get that with Aunt May because we sort of give it to Tony Stark. We'll get into that a little bit. We, we needed, we needed at least one scene. <clears throat> Because the the scene of her preparing the, the she has every scene she's in she is she steals the show yeah she needed we needed the conversation yeah yeah uh, yeah I, yeah I, and and apparently there was a scene that was cut that like yeah whatever that like may, like she helps a kid or something and we see that like Peter gets some of his heroic stuff from her but you're right the watching this again the moment she's given it's like oh there is something here and I do think it's yeah. Marissa Tomei that's bringing yeah. it whatever uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of which, uh, they the Peter goes with May to get Ty. They have a long conversation about Larb. Uh, we do find out that May doesn't yep. like Stark, which tracks. Um, yep. uh, we and, and we find out he asks for a new backpack. We find out he's lost five this year. Uh, the one one overriding thing we get from May in this movie is she is chill as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's she, very chill. She's very chill. Um, so uh, Larb, Ty guy gives them. Uh, Hot sticky rice. Ha 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 ha. Um, <laughs> so we, now we get a little moment. We go back to school. Ned's asking Peter about uh, all this. Like, do you have all this? These spider abilities. We find out the spider is dead. Yep, um, I love that line. I'm like, hey, <laughs> we not, know it's not coming back. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then we get Hannibal Buress. Oh, this is another fun moment. We get Hannibal Buress uh, showing the Captain America gym video, and I like his little like. I think this guy might be a war criminal now, but I'm required by the state to play these. <laughs> yeah, and that kind of plays up in No Way Home, where he's also like he he's, he hates superheroes and he's a conspiracy theorist or some nonsense. It's yes, like, it's fun. Uh, oh yeah, you yeah, mean I, that scene where we got the three famous teachers uh, from these movies oh, to just stand sh- there, and they're clearly not on the same soundstage as Tom Holland. <laughs> Yeah, and they're just like goodbye. Yeah, we are no longer in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like uh, I, that cap scene. 
every cap moment in this is phenomenal. It's fine. And so again, great. it's another just smart use of like, yeah, that makes sense. That would probably be a thing in this universe. Sure. It's, yeah. It's I'm, really cool that they got, and I love that he's wearing the Avengers suit. Cause it's like yes. after, a, you know, after the first Avengers movie, they're like cap, we need you like to help make these stupid infomercials. He's like, okay, I'll help you with that. Yes. And cause after that, like, you know, he doesn't wear that suit anymore. Chris Evans famously hates that suit and doesn't yes. want to wear it ever. Uh, so I, I love like, seeing him in it. I like that suit yeah. from the neck down. Yeah. It's okay. The helmet situation, we 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 really dialed in the suit by the time we got to Endgame. It's like, yeah, oh, this yeah. this is the suit. This is what right. we're dealing. Yeah. Well, uh, Captain America, what was it? Was it Civil War where he just goes he just goes back to the Smithsonian and grabs the one he wore in World War Two? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the better suit. <laughs> so, um, uh, buh, 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 um, uh, Peter and Ned when they're in the gym, we get some the, in the gym class. We get some cool moments. We see that Michelle is uh, is working Reading. out by by lifting her book and a real high school moment i I remember kids doing this yeah and then um i also like the moment where uh the gym teacher notices peter's doing really good on the sit-ups he's like good job and then peter like this is a very spider-man moment of like yeah and he has to like slow down like i'm still a nerd a weak nerd that's what that's the bit i'm doing (laughs) exactly like he's effortlessly doing sit-ups and he's like dude uh yeah this is this is a far contrast to um slam dunking and shattering the backboard yes (laughs) <laughs> yes um and uh they uh, overhear michelle talking with um the other girl no excuse me sorry liz they overhear liz uh talking about uh the other girls with the other girls about superheroes and she mentions that she kind of has a thing for spider-man yep. and uh this is where it's a bad that ned knows i do the one thing i do like i i i, I when they first like oh he's got a friend and he's in on him, i'm like that's not spider-man spider-man's supposed to be isolated i do like yeah. that ned knowing is a hurdle like ned knowing yeah. is a problem it's not like it doesn't make <laughs> peter's life easier <laughs> no exactly this is not yeah this doesn't take the burden off yeah uh, I got to deal with this now. Yeah, I got to do this. And I can't fucking kill Ned or can't. Yep. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, so uh, he, Ned blurts out that he knows Spider-Man. God damn it, Ned. Uh, and uh, Flash teases him over, of course. Yep. Um, and uh, uh, and they, he says that Peter should invite Spider-Man to Liz's party, which is this is yep. how Peter finds out about Liz's party. Um, although she seems cool about it. She's like, yeah, come. She's, she, Liz seems cool. Yeah, exactly. Liz is cool and chill, and I I like her more in this like rewatch. Where I'm like, yeah, like this chick is like pretty cool with everything. Like she's she's rolling with the popular people, but she's also like she's a senior. Yeah, and it, she's at that point in this in in senior year where she's like, oh right, like none of this matters. So, yeah, I'll hang <laughs> out with the sophomore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is weird. It's, it's what a, what a. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, Peter. Like, so what is he? The we've said he's a sophomore. Is yeah, he a sophomore, he's a sophomore here? He's and he's 15 in, in this movie. He's in his uh, senior girl. And it's like, yeah, that's not going to happen, my guy. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> nah, I mean, it does, but yeah. like, no, man, no. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, all the adult Avengers are dating women 10 to 15 years younger than them. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, cool May scene. May drops Peter and Ned off at Liz's party. Um, very pumps Ned up. The good, yep. good, good energy from May. Uh, I, I like Ned's little, like, uh, the hat gives me confidence. <laughs> I love him wearing that hat. That's such a high school it's thing where it's like fucker. it is. I wear this ugly I wear this dumb hat. Oh, I have some I think stupid hats in my past. I have some stupid hats in my past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm very thankful that like 
the fedora was not a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or at the very least, it had come and gone. I don't know. I don't remember. I remember not being attracted. I remember liking fedoras, like finding them cool on suits in people in movies. Yes. And being like, I can't just wear one. I got to have a suit that matches. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's never going to happen. So that's the end of it. Yeah, that's the end of the that's the end of the road. So um, a Flash is the DJ at the party because of course he is. Um, And uh, at first, Peter's not going to do it. He says Spider Man's not a party trick. And then Flash teases him, and then he's going to do it. Um, yeah, it's so great. I like that. I think that's so cute. Like, uh, it was such a great Spider-Man moment. Spider-Man's not a party trick; it's a responsibility. And that's yes. like, and they make Spider-Man. All right, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm 15. Exactly. Um, uh, it is. It is a testament to Peter's fortitude that he didn't immediately tell everybody he's fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, this, that, that's a kid who grew up like alone, and he had a family. Like he, you know, he's yeah. he's experienced like, tragedy. Like this guy knows like to keep his shit together. We <laughs> gave we gave Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire Spider Man uh, a lot of shit for some of the decisions they made because yeah. for the most part, those versions of Spider Man were adults, and yeah. this one, you know, it's clearly a kid, and it's like you know, good on you for not just like. Being more like right? Ned and just blurting it out to everybody. Right, because you would have done it immediately. Exactly. Yes. Like, um, so uh, as he's getting dressed as Spider-Man to go in, he sees an explosion. And this is this is some comic this is some comic book timing right here. This is yep. I, I have uh, I've gone back and started like rewatching Batman Beyond, and there's so much of like, I just happened to be in the area when this thing <laughs> went down. Yeah, uh, I was doing teenage stuff over here and supervillain stuff happened in the same area. So now Wild. I'm so now I'm yeah. involved. Um Yep. Yep. So uh, Another good sequence. Spider-Man goes to uh, swing to it, but he's in the suburbs, so there's nothing to that's, swing on. I was like, oh my god, that's a the, thy commuter cometh, like Peter David story. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> it's also, we're still in New York. Like yes. I, I remember complaining like a while ago where I'm like, man, I wish the Spider-Man movies like took place in New York. And I'm like, this movie, 90% of it is in New York. Yes. Like, and again, I do, when we'll get into this, I, I, at this point in the movie, we're very much in the part that I think really works, at least yeah. works for me. Yeah. Um, and I like, like changes like this, I think work. We'll, we'll get into later. I do kind of wish um, when we get to the Washington Monument, it feels like a more dialed-in movie would have seen yeah. that we're building to him doing skyscrapers in New York and then it doesn't do anything with it. Right. Uh, which I think is a problem of these movies where it's like we set something up that then we don't because, – because it's not – we're not telling a story. We're throwing – like a lot of modern blockbusters, we're just throwing a bunch of ideas at you. Yeah. And then leaving. <laughs> well, it's so weird. Like just, just the fact that they were like – Let's put six Spider-Man villains in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and it's also, it's weird re-watching it because I know, and I still think for the most part it works, and it definitely works better than Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3, the, the amount of villains. It, but it's also interesting re-watching how utterly superfluous they are. They don't, the shockers don't, literally don't do anything for they the movie. They don't do anything. There's, there's no need to do that. Yeah. Uh, the Tinkerer, it's, I was like, I, I was like, I can't believe the Tinkerer's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe they put Tinkerer in a movie. Way to go. Yes. Um, but you know, then there's uh, there's Scorpion. He's in this movie for like yeah. a few seconds. Yeah, like, for a few seconds, which which I thought we would have paid that off a little bit sooner. Than everybody we have. wants to pay that off. I'm like, I don't think that actor is big enough to put into a headlining Spider-Man movie. Which is so. a bummer. He's in Better Call Saul. He's really great in that show. I actually like the actor a lot. He played a brief role on uh, Orphan Black. He's really good. Right. He's so- a good. He's a good character actor, and he'd be a great Scorpion. But like, you can't headline a Spider-Man movie with. A great character actor, like that's a bummer. Paul Giamatti proved you can't just have a character actor in your movie, <laughs> and that guy was an Oscar winner. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's true. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So he has to run. He literally has to hoof it over to where the explosion is. Uh, he goes yeah. there, and a character whose name is Jackson, which every time I had to write his name, I had to look it up. He's Shocker yeah. 1, uh, is trying to sell Childish Gambino a gun made from an Ultron, <laughs> Ultron arm. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I love this line uh, from Donald Glover. Uh, listen, man, I'm just trying to stick somebody up. I don't need – I don't need – I'm not trying to blast them back in time. <laughs> No, Donald Glover is amazing in this movie. It's really understated. Like he's, you know, it's easy to just be like, he really slept walk through this movie, but like he's playing a character from Queen. Like he's playing mm-hmm. a dude from Queens who, st- who robs people. Yes. And it's like, yep, I that's still, him. I still want a Donald, Donald Glover Prowler movie, but I can't believe I'm like, also he's Aaron Davis and he's Prowler in this yes. movie. And I'm like, wow. First of all, uh, Aaron Davis is ultimate Prowler, not Hobie Brown. Miss yeah. you. But, uh, Hey, listen, like, <coughs> It's Donald Glover. You, he didn't sign on without signing a contract for three movies. So yeah, yeah, where is Prowler? Where is Prowler? Uh, here's my Prowler pitch. Um, uh, yeah. Aaron Davis, low-level crook, um, but he's shown some promise. So Hobie Brown, who's an exper- who is the original Prowler, experience Prowler. You hire, you get like a Will Smith. You get like yeah. big boy to yeah. to play to play original Prowler. He mentors him. It's a heist movie with the two Prowlers. Of course, Hobie Smith probably betrays Aaron Davis, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Lay the seats for Miles. Anyway, that's my Prowler pitch. We're gonna move on. Oh, I'd love to see it. Sony, call me up. Um, yeah. So uh, um, Spider-Man's cell phone goes off. Peter's cell phone goes off. Um, they're about to shoot Donald Glover. Love this. This might actually be my favorite moment in the movie. Spidey, Spidey jumps down and is like, "Hey, if you're going to shoot somebody, I'm Spider-Man. Shoot me." Yeah, love exactly. It. Um, yep. Rock solid Spider-Man moment. Uh, J- Jackson clocks Spider-Man with a special glove, which is interesting that that's the direction we went with Shocker. That it's now power uh, glove? glove. Sure. Yeah. Uh, nobody. Yeah. I like Shocker because he's a great like. In the animated series, like, oh, we're doing Venom. What's a throwaway villain we can throw at Spider-Man? Shocker. Uh, yep. Any Spider-Man game, what's like a one-off, no-name villain we can throw? Shocker. Like, he's that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I like Shocker, but whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, it's cool they did Shocker. It's And and the, the, the Herman version wears a Shocker costume. Yeah, and also, Bokeem Woodbine is so amazing he's in yeah. uh, the second season i think it's the second season of fargo um he's also in the new ghostbusters completely wasted in that movie but Kim woodbine is a really terrific actor so it's like yeah Gee, bring him back bring him back anyway yeah um but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about <laughs> uh logan marshall green as jackson um uh bah, bah, bah. yeah so oh i lost my notes i love right, here we go um so uh jackson clocks uh, uh, Spidey with the glove. The shockers uh, drive off, but Spider-Man like web lines it, and they start dragging him through the suburbs. Yep. Um, they lose him for a second, and and uh, Spidey tries to chase him through the backyards. And and in case there was any mystery of what <laughs> movie we're believe- referencing, <laughs> yeah. We one of the the lot of house parties going on by the way uh, on this particular yeah. night in in wherever they're in part what part whatever part of New uh, York. I guess they're in well, not Queens Forest Hills maybe I don't know. And one of the parties is playing Ferris Bueller, and Peter says, great movie, and I've got to be honest with you, it is a great movie. I yeah. have questions about 
Peter's movie knowledge because in Civil War he was like, oh, remember that ancient movie Empire yeah. Strikes Back? But he's also seen Ferris Bueller. It's like, right. you seem more well, hip to this stuff. Whatever. He's he is yeah he is a movie buff who also like doesn't know the word for ATATs. I'm like you are full of it. Like, <laughs> are, are you trying to look cool in front of Ant Man because it's not working? It's not um, working. Yeah. Um, no, I yeah. But I I I was like. I was like, oh, this is fun. They're doing the tracking shot. I'm like, this is great. And then they showed that they're watching Ferris Bueller. I'm like, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't need to do that. We get it. The kids get yeah. it. Um, so finally, they, this is cool. Spider-Man finally catches up with him. He's about to jump on the van, and then Vulture clocks his ass yeah. and drags him up into space. I guess the Vulture costume doesn't have the freezing problem the Iron Man costume did. <laughs> um, and his shoot is there something that activated the shoot was it just the amount of height that i think it's just the amount of altitude yeah yeah also uh props to this movie for actually doing the like chonky round spider on the back that is like the biggest sin is losing that after every other version of the spider-man costume that's my spider-man back is the is the chonky bit is the chonky boy spider on the back yeah and i also feel like i just saw art i think it was paolo rivera one of those artists that did a version of it that, that made it look even more like a circle. It looked really rad, and it's like, yeah, we oh. should do this more. Anyway. Yeah, yeah um, I agree. I agree. So it activates a parachute. The parachute yanks him away from Vulture, uh, and he just plummets into the water. And I understand yeah. that he is supposed to have spider powers, uh, but I think that's a dead boy. I think that's a that's a broken <laughs> neck. Uh, I, I the, the amount of punishment Spider-Man can or cannot take this is always the case, but it is yes. also true in this movie, is very plot-dependent. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. He gets hit by a bullet train in the next movie. <laughs> yeah, he gets hit by a bullet train in the next movie, and then some rocks fall on him later, and he really struggles with it. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so uh, Iron Man, air quotes, yanks yep. him out of the water, and uh, Stark's not actually there. It's a remote pilot suit. He's in, like, India or something. India? Yeah. And uh, he tells um, uh, Spider-Man he wants him to be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Um, and uh, uh, I'm sure this will be thematically relevant and not haphazardly deployed throughout the movie. Um, no, probably not. And, um, and, and uh, Stark does mention the woman, because he told Happy, woman gave me a churro. Stark mentions it here. And, and I do so have he's getting of, the reports. Yeah, like, I have questions about their them. level of involvement. Because it seems like they don't give a shit, but then he is paying attention to the reports. Yeah. Uh, Stark also mentions that he has pull at MIT. Yep. Oh. 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 Um, too bad he's fucking dead by the time they need it. Um, yeah, I really could have used that letter. You didn't write that letter recommendation early, man? Come on. No, Tony doesn't think ahead on stuff. Um, no. uh, Ned calls him. Uh, oh, Spidey comes, excuse me. Spidey comes across, uh, he goes back to the scene of crime, comes across a piece of alien tech, just puts it in his pocket. Just puts, uh, just, just puts it in his pocket. And uh, Ned calls, and uh, Flash is leading a chant of Penis Parker at the party. Um, I love I love. Ned goes, the hat's not working, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not working. Uh, he goes back to it, though. He doesn't give up on the hat. He yeah. returns to the hat later in the movie. He does keep using that hat, yeah. Um, back at the villainous lair, Vulture uh, returns to the lair pissed. And Tinker uh, mentions the big one. He's going to mention this throughout. Vulture's not having it. He's like, no, I don't want to do the big one. Um, uh, Jackson and Schultz return and, uh, Vulture, Vulture makes fun of Jackson calling himself the shocker. Yep. Uh, a little Vulture, much. Uh, Vulture kicks Jackson off the crew and, uh, Jack, Jackson threats him to out him, clearly not realizing, uh, how the, organiz- he is. <laughs> yeah, the organization he is. I do love this moment where Vulture grabs one of the guns and incinerates yeah. him and he thinks it's like, a, he's like, wait, I thought that was the gravity gun. It's like, that's oh, that was cool. The gun. Yeah. I like that a lot. He's like, and I love that. That's kind of like a, almost like a, uh, like a character moment for him where he's like, 
like I'm not a murderer. Yeah. Like I'm not a crazy psycho. And he blew this guy up and he's like, that was that was surprisingly easy. And I will continue to do this from now on. Yeah, I guess the rails are off now. We can just, yeah. we can just, any, anything goes. Yeah. Uh, and then he gives Schultz the uh, uh, gauntlet. He says, you're the shocker now. Yeah. Um, so uh, Peter uh, is just whacking that alien gym <laughs> with a hammer and shop class. And I sure do hope that nobody in this movie intends to have kids later on because no, they're just that's... they're just handling glowy alien stuff haphazardly. Oh yeah. I the very accurate portrayal of a shop teacher though. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your hands clear. Um and Schultz shows up. Yeah. At Peter's school looking for him. Um uh this might have been a uh a more opportune time to throw in the school bus fight, but whatever. Uh yeah. back. No, no, <laughs> yeah, I don't need way to, better. Yeah, I don't need to backseat uh quarterback this movie. Uh Peter uh follows Schultz and the other guy to the shop room, and of course it's there tracking them. I do want to mention when they go yeah. in the shop room, I don't know if you saw this out, but there was yeah. a giant pillar of faces. Uh, yes. and I, I don't know why, why is that there? Who built it? What, what is the context of the know. pillar of faces? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a mystery that will never be solved. Um, no, I don't get it. I mean like the mural I get and I like the like callbacks like Erskine's on there and, uh, and Howard Stark's on there, but like the pillar, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Hey, well, cool. I didn't, maybe I just didn't know if it was something I missed. So Peter hits Schultz with the spider tracer, which is amazing. However, I do kind of wish it looked more like the one in the comics. Me a little, too. Like, it was just a little fat yeah. little spider guy whatever yeah, but it's it's stark tech like star like peter presumably didn't invent it he doesn't use say spider sense to track it anyway yeah uh, but hopefully maybe uh, in the future he'll do that where he's yes. like you know I, re- I reverse engineered the idea that stark had and i tuned it with my extrasensory perception which no one in any spider-man movie yet has called a spider sense Yes, uh, it's better than calling it, uh, as the Morbius trailers do, Bat Radar. <laughs> um, <laughs> bat Radar! I love that. You mean Sonar. Yeah, you mean Sonar like, <laughs> is what you're talking about, but whatever. It's got some, some kind of <laughs> some Bat kind Radar. Some kind of Bat Radar. Oh, my God. Spectacular. Um, so, uh, I do kind of wish, I feel like this would have been a great movie to do that, where, like, Tony gives him the suit, and it's just a suit, and then he reverse engineers a lot of gadgets, because he yeah. uses a lot of cool Spider-Man gadgets that were just given to him, yeah. that I guess Tony invented in the afternoon after he saw... He took one look at Spider-Man like, I got all this stuff Easily. handled. Yeah, no. I, I buy that like Tony was in the shop or wherever, and he's watching YouTube, and he comes across the spider thing, and he's like, mm-hmm. eh. And he doesn't immediately know how they did it, so he investigates it further. Mm-hmm. He looks up reports. You know, he uses his Jarvis tech to just invent, just invade everyone's privacy, finds yes. out they're, they're, it's not fake, then goes in and goes like, well, I mean, like, if I own spider-man i'd probably do this that it just he can't help himself it's one of those things where it's like i'm up at four in the morning i'm gonna make 16 iron man suits it's i can't help myself i'm mm-hmm. i'm obsessive i invented yeah. time travel because i couldn't sleep so like now i'm gonna i'm <laughs> gonna upgrade a, spider-man solid point he did invent time travel in a later movie um right so, yeah, so he spider traces schultz uh they track it to maryland um uh ned where's the sp- Spider-Man mask in this. Uh, it's so cute. cute. I love him wearing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is, Peter decides to rejoin the, rejoin the academic decathlon because it's going to be in D.C., which is close to Maryland. Yep. Um, and Michelle mentions uh, wanting to protest at the Capitol uh, because at this point she's kind of mostly just a sketch. She's just yes. a, a loose sketch of a human being. Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. And um, I, am, I am referring her to her as michelle at this point because that is who she is at this is. point um yep. uh, uh so on the ride to dc we see a little like a roadside sign that mentions the triskelion cleanup um uh happy calls peter because he sees that he left new york which again it's like how involved 
are you guys in the Peter situation? Because he was texting you two months, nothing. Yeah. Now you're like dialed in. I am confused. Well, it's literally just like, well, you you are in, you're within this borough. You don't yeah. leave. It, I, Tony probably has like a little like, like you know, have you have two monitors? You have all these like yeah. apps. He has a Peter app that's just like, if he leaves the five boroughs, I get a beep. Yeah, dude, this is like some Batman shit where we find out like Tony literally has a tracker in like Cap- literally every Avenger, Captain yeah. America. Oh, every- he made all their suits. <laughs> oh man, that's a that must be a deleted scene in Civil War. Anyway, yeah, um, where's that? Uh, bu- 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 so at the hotel, uh, Peter and Ned remove the tracker in Peter's suit. This is the first yep. time we get a little look at the inside, which of course we get a better look at in it's No Way Home. Gold and black. They did it. Like, they actually noticed. I was mm-hmm. like, holy crap. Now, that being said, I am convinced that the suit in No Way Home that he wears to, like, deal with multiversal threats was originally a magic suit. Yeah. There's no way you can convince me it was going to be inside out. But the fact that Stark spider suits are gold and black on the inside is kind of a cool throwback. Way yep. to go. Um, so... Uh- Ned, because, again, every high schooler in Queens is a super genius. Uh, Ned sees there's a bunch of systems uh, blocked by what's called the training wheels protocol. Um, I do like that Peter protests the training wheels protocol by jumping (laughs) on a bed. (laughs) By jumping on a bed like an indolent child. Yeah, I love it. It's great. He gets Ned to remove the training wheels protocol, um, and and he appeals to uh, Ned's dream of being the guy in the chair because it doesn't matter what universe you're in. Every Peter is a little bit of an asshole. Just a little bit of an asshole. Right? A little bit manipulative. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Peter makes Ned keep the glowing thing. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. Peter, listen, you got bit by a radioactive spider. You're probably going to be fine. Don't just go handing out glowy rocks to your friends. I mean, he, he screws up a lot in this movie, uh, and I and I love it. Like I'm yeah. there for it. Like I'm like, wow, he screws up, and he tries to make it right. But he he goes and fixes his own problems, and I, yeah. I'm like, that's really cool. Like this is but one of many screw ups in his life and mm-hmm. in this movie that he does. So uh, yeah. Peter goes to sneak out, uh, and he finds out that the others are sneaking out with Liz, and Liz invites them to go to the pool. <sighs> Go to the pool, Peter. And uh, uh, and um, uh, he's like, I need to study. And she's like, oh, you're the smartest guy I know. And we find out how important the decathlon is to Liz and the one-bed characterization she gets. Yep. Um, however, in a very Spider-Man moment, he does not go to the pool. He suits up a Spider-Man. Yep. Um, and when he puts on the suit, now that the training wheel protocols start, uh, that's when the uh, AI activates. Yes. And for me, uh, this is where the movie starts to, it's like, oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't I don't like this. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So um, uh, the the uh, AI literally gives uh, Peter a step by step guide how to get like literally telling him like when to jump off the vehicle yep. that he's on, yep. um, and this leads to a gas station uh, where yeah. Tinker and Shocker and some other dude I don't care about are lying nope. in wait, um, and the suit offers Sp- Spider Man an enhanced combat mode which activates yeah. instant kill mode. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why oh, because, is that in there? <laughs> because because Tony has no problem murdering people, and he assumes everyone's like him. I actually I mean, thought it was yeah. a cute moment when it's like activating his kill mode. He's like, no, what? Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, I'm going to use that on aliens later. Yeah, I, uh, I I had a huge problem with him using instant kill mode in the Infinity in an Endgame, despite it being played for laughs and it being kind of a fun callback. Like I'm like, that's a fun callback. Peter would never use instant kill anything on yeah. anybody although he is using it on those like outriders so it's like they're dogs 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. As as we're, we're like we're like their dogs. Cut to a scene yeah. where they're like having coffee in the break room, and they're right, talking like, about their kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're they're robots, Morty. It's okay to kill them. I I wonder if like it'd be great to see it go completely off the rails. Like Karen's like, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. And he let's like goes go. after Ebony Maw and just starts stabbing him in the face well, like repeatedly. We're gonna get into it. Karen is a full on AI with a personality and wants and needs and goals. <laughs> I don't I don't care for how a hot Karen is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why 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 am I sexually interested in Karen? Uh, it's, movie, uh, don't make me, don't make me horny for Karen. That it's Jennifer for Connelly me. doing it the voice. It is Jennifer Connelly. She is the most gorgeous woman in the universe, uh, uh, including yeah. my wife, of course. Yes, but like, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. But it's yes, and and, and she's also Paul Bettany's wife, so it's a little right, callback to that. But she's way too hot. Like she's she's oh. like sultrily talking to him. She's like, if I did, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be embarrassed. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. You got a you've got a haptic suit. Like here we go. Like I don't know. <laughs> You're like Liz. It's I'm sorry. I found somebody. Uh, I found somebody and. She's My all suit. around me. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, Sp- Spidey falls on his face because in combat mode, he gets little web balls. Yep. Um, uh, and and it, again, I kind of wish Peter had invented his own web gadgets and not yeah, but at Stark. the same time, like he didn't even have gadgets until Ben Riley. Like literally, it was it was three settings of webbing, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, yeah, Ben yeah. thought, "Oh, I'll make them into impact webbing." Like that's that's when we get to like video game level Spider Man like taser webs and stuff. Yes, uh, I like the idea of him using this like of Stark being like oh, of Stark overdoing it, mm-hmm. and it trips him up. He's yeah. like, "If I don't have just regular webs, I am less effective as Spider Man." Yeah, and and but I, I think again for me the part of the issue is that this sequence then becomes in a way more about Tony Stark mm. than about Peter. And I right. have had three movies of Tony Stark. I <laughs> want to know more about the Peter in this universe. Like what? Yes, we, yes we've gotten multiple movies of Peter, but not right. this Peter. Um, it, yeah. So anyway, you're right. It does it, like the Ned thing. This is this seems like a positive thing, but it's actually tripping him up. Yeah. Um. Um. And uh. So the truck that they're targeting rolls by vulture flies up he uses this cool portal cube tech that we saw yep. established earlier with uh with um tinkerer uh, and i think they call it a phase shift disruptor or something phase like that matter shifter yeah. sure um so vulture drops in and uh steals stuff uh which is then when he comes out was grabbed by spider-man Yep. Um, his web settings are still off, so he doesn't like shoots two lines away yeah. from uh, Vulture, <laughs> uh, and he falls in, knocks one of the phase shifter cubes in with him, and so when he goes to jump out, he fucking clocks his head on the thing, which again, yeah. I think he would have died in the water if that gave him a concussion. I think he yeah. would have died in the fall of water. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm saying. Probably. Uh, yeah. So Peter wakes up. Uh, busts out of the truck and he's in an empty warehouse and this is it's not it's uh, empty of people a a cavernous warehouse a cavernous warehouse perfect Uh, and this we find out this is like a damage control vault for like this is basically where they store the Ark of the Covenant (laughs) yeah exactly Um, and this is where uh, Spidey bonds with Suit Lady Uh, well he's killing time in the warehouse Um, uh, it's cool that we're spending time giving Suit Lady characterization instead of any of our Spider-Man. other female leads. Uh, or any yeah. human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Um, and uh, names are Karen. because like, uh, I don't know why. It's yeah. not relevant to anything. It's weird that he didn't pick any character from like his long history of being Spider-Man from the comics. Yeah, uh, I don't know also, why he picks Karen. Uh, Karen, also, yeah, like, it's kind of, I wouldn't. I, if this movie were made like two years later, it's like, well, let's not do Karen. <laughs> yeah, let's not do Karen. That's kind of a meme uh, you know, inappropriate name. Yeah. You don't want, whatever. 
So they did that. So Spider-Man starts pulling stuff out from the truck, including an Ultron head, which is uh, Ultron's not, not dead. Ultron, if there if their heads rolling around, if there's Ultron's a head and it has light up eyes. It's not dead. It would have it would have been so funny if it started powering up and like oh you got God. a little bit of the voice and then he like he moves away and it shuts down again. You're like, oh fuck. That would have been, yes. That, that I would have been way okay with that if he like accidentally almost triggered Ultron again. <laughs> Oh shit! Or he's like, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I live, and he's like, oh no, 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 no! It just yeah. turns it off. <laughs> it just turns. He just flips the switch and like sets it back. That would be oh great. God. Um, yes. Uh, so we didn't want to pay for James Spader to come back. Uh, and, Since and they if, didn't for what if, which is well, and if an what outrage. if proved anything, it's his voice is not the easiest to mimic. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah, no, just just pay the extra money and get James Spader. That's why yeah, you just get James Spader. Or wait, wait, wait. Um, so uh, yeah, it, we find out that the glowy thing because he finds another one in here. The glowy thing is, yeah. is functionally a bomb, uh, right. and all it needs is the literally the slightest bit of radiation, and it will blow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Peter spends the night. I do like this. Peter spends the night trying to unlock the door. Um, yep. uh, going through all the stuff. I like. See? I like. Got to use the TI-83 out calculator. Like, he is being spite. Like, he, that's, you know, the suit doesn't know what to do. It's like, I don't have Wi-Fi. And he's like, okay. And he's just, you know, doing also, calculations. the little thing with him wearing the yellow decathlon jacket, it's like the, yep. uh, the way they promoted that movie is smart because it's like, it looks, it looks, it's a cool. It's a cool look. look. Yeah, it's a cool look for Spider-Man. Put, it's a great put poster, in, too. Yeah, putting jackets on Spider-Man just works for some reason. I don't know why, but it does work. You know what? Because it's a form-fitting thing. It's like he's actually wearing clothes now. Yeah, um, it's like putting pants. It's like putting a uh, shirt on Donald Duck. It feels right. right. It feels it right. Feels right. Yeah. Um, so uh, at the decathlon, Michelle wins, um, and uh, they go to the Washington Monument after. Um, and in the scanner, their backpacks, the, the glowy thing gets scanned, and it's gonna blow up. Uh, oh no! And it does. It, it, it shoots. Good thing it it it's directional, and it just yeah. shoots off the top of the elevator. <laughs> Well, I guess because it's it's random, you know. It's not like it just exploded. It like it, it maybe it penetrated some like element of its shielding here and here and not there and there. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I, it doesn't matter. The, the uh, only thing this... I like about that scene is that it does give a bit of characterization without sh- without telling, which is that Peter and Ned have ugly picture like screen like lock screen images of each other. <laughs> like both Ned and Peter have each other on their lock screens doing a like ugly picture of each other, and I'm like, it's so really cute. Like what a mm-hmm. what a fun real moment. Like what a thing I guess kids would do. I've never done that, but I'm not like 15. Yeah, exactly. I haven't been for a minute now. Exactly. Um, so uh, uh, to get to them, uh, Spider-Man starts crawl- uh, climbing the Washington Monument, and yep. we learn that he's never been this high before. He gets a little bit of vertigo, yeah. which I don't know the measurements of skyscrapers Wash- in New York to I the Washington Monument. I would assume he's been higher than that, but like, I would assume that the Empire State Building is higher than the Washington Monument, but maybe, maybe not. Well, but again, I feel like, one, this is it, the idea of like the Spider-Man. Tra- I think it's like whatever issue four or five or whatever. When he fights the lizard, he goes to Florida. You know, Spider-Man travels, which is something we haven't gotten to see a lot. Exactly. The yeah. idea of having climbed the Washington Monument, cool. Yes. Um, it, I do think it would have been cool if it's like okay, we've established he's never been this high, so we're building up to him doing real Spider-Man shit on the Empire yes. State Building. Yeah. That's not what we're doing. Um, well, he does go higher, though. Like, we do see him because he's fighting Vulture. He's got to go up high. Yeah, he uh, fights on a plane. He literally he fights on a plane. And, and, yeah. and, but they, well, he, and it's like, he has to. So he yeah. does. Like, and that's, that, and he's wearing the, 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 the tracksuit. We'll get there. But, uh, but yeah. yeah. Also, oh, that's right. I like, he doesn't have his, the glider wings or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, he's got nothing. I do like the inclusion of those. 
the yeah. little oh. web the web wings <laughs> which are which are comic accurate i love yes, them exactly because yeah, it's like it's one of those things where you're like oh i thought this would never happen me because why would it why would no. it why where would it come in yeah i could so, see yeah, so we, yeah i could see like toby spider-man webbing his armpits <laughs> and like makeshifting it but uh yeah you can definitely see sam raimi when they were first designing the costume suggesting can we and they're like no that would look dumb and he's like okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay i won't all oh, right sorry fine. guys i'm sorry um so uh, uh he climbs to the top uh he needs to to uh as he's climbing to the top the security guard's like everything's fine and then karen in his head is like everything's not fine um <laughs> And yeah. cops show a cop helicopter shows up with a sniper on it, which makes me. Uh, I was what like, did where you think the was sniper coming from? <laughs> like I'm all for like I I, I I like that it's like the world versus Spider Man. So like every yeah. time law enforcement's involved, they're all ready to shoot the shit out of Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it is like what did what did you think was happening here to warrant a sniper? Like <laughs> right, like wheels up in five and get yeah. the sniper on them on on the wing. Like really that fast? Yeah. There were like three helicopters ready. Oh, I was like, yeah, wow, yeah. Um, but you know, it adds attention to the scene, I guess. So, all right. yeah. So, so he uses the glider wings to glide over the helicopter, swing in, punch through the window he's supposed to get through, slides in, grabs the elevator. This this scene, this is a pretty cool scene. Grabs the elevator, pulls him up, and gets everybody out, off. Last person, of course, the last person he gets off is Liz. Yep. Uh, and again, this is this is yeah, Karen is a full AI, and it's like I kiss her. This is your moment. And again, <laughs> and again. I'm not a fan of Karen. I love Jennifer no. Connelly. Not yeah. a fan of Karen's inclusion in this movie. Right. Uh, so this, for me, this scene doesn't work. Um, well, so anyway. It's, it's, it's a weird, like, callback. They're like, you're upside down. There's the girl. You're supposed to kiss her because that's what happened in Spider-Man, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's the movie mo- like moment. And uh, I'm like, all right, that's kind of fun. It's like a little fourth world. That's like a fourth wall breaking moment as opposed to an actual, like, moment in the movie. I don't know why. Yes. It's there, well, but I- yeah. And again, like the moments that that are movie moments that if you put them outside of the context, I don't know they make sense. Uh, yeah. Peter falls into the mist, and yep. then Flash jumps. I'm like, do you know Peter Parker? And it's like, <laughs> wait, yeah. well, well, I kind of like that moment. I thought it was just because that's that he he has those are his priorities. <laughs> yes, anyone needs to know. Um, even after Spider Man might have fallen to his death, hey. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, you know dude saved the trophy first. Like, uh, yeah, he saved the trophy first. He saved himself first. Uh, uh, I love Tony. We've had him on the show. Great guy, um, and uh, uh, he's great. He's great here. Um, and I think there's no better spot for us to stop episode one. Um, uh, Spider Man takes DC. Uh, Sal, yeah. Before we go, remind the kids at home where they can find you. Uh, you can find me over at youtube.com slash comic pop. Check us out. We're gonna we're gonna have a good old time. We talk about Spider-Man sometimes. Occasionally. Once or twice, probably. Yeah, a lot. Uh uh, if you are listening to this on Patreon, thank you to being a patron. If if for some reason we drop this episode for free and you want to hear part two or you want to listen to our other Spider-Verse episodes, you can do that at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash and you can find only stupid answers everywhere that matters at only stupid answers. Thank you all. And please tune in for part two. Um, uh, more vultures, uh, more uh, uh, Iron Man's. Yeah. And more plane fights. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.